What's up guys? Welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades. So, uh glad to see you here and let's get started. Welcome to episode number 169 and today we are going to talk about the extremely choppy markets that we have seen today and uh yeah let's get started make sure you are listening to this episode at a speed you are comfortable at i prefer 2x i'm sure that 1.5x or 2x is the sweet spot here uh so yeah let's get started now a very flat close for nifty 9261.85 it's down 4.9 points or 0.05% 8k levels not attempted at all the low for the day was 9230 uh which just goes to show that you know nifty is really unwilling to uh go below 9100 9200 approximately that region uh now it's not really showing me the updated fi's and di's performance so i'm going to have to skip that unfortunately for now but then you can always look at it whether it's on nse whether it's on some other uh you know provider it's it really does not make that much of a difference but broad market indices we are seeing um once again you know actually uh it it appears like the small caps and the mid caps are the best performers and the large caps were either flat completely or they were down um uh, just marginally down but still down so it looks it looks like uh small caps and mid caps are doing well i remember reading uh an article or a tweet or something that it was it was said that 2019 and 2018 were going to be the year of small caps and mid caps because of the previous underperformance uh looks like that is what is possibly going on right now because they had underperformed in the past uh you know it might be just people trying to bet more on small caps and mid caps that that might be likely uh, among other reasons of course looking at the sectoral indices we are seeing banking down we're seeing auto down even though auto has so much of good news around people are saying that the bearish on auto and such i'm seeing so many news articles and such on that you know market veterans are saying that you yeah, know this is the level to buy auto at uh, today of course it is down not really indicative of what might happen in the coming few days uh, but today it's down financial services is down private bank is also down psu banks really strong performance uh, up by around 4% uh realty is marginally up not not a lot metal is down and so is fmcg fmcg hindustan unilever was uh you know one probably one of the biggest drivers for the day in terms of you know going down which is something to consider and uh the other indices seem to be where they were at uh earlier tata motors has gone up very interesting to see it here and i'm just trying to see if there is any other additional information that i can get from this uh from this page and looks like there isn't so we are moving to 52 week highs and lows ruchi soya once again on this list it is it is it's just pretty wild it's it's at 280 right now it was in double digits not too long ago it was 160 150 not too long ago and now it's at 280 so close to 300 it's not even funny coffee day 
was uh, one of the well-known stocks which is here uh, on the 52-week lows list, which is uh, which is shrinking day by day. Uh, another good sign because it shows that you know generally the markets are not really hitting new 52-week lows. Uh, again, good sign, but it's it's not really the the only indicator of what might happen. Large deals, none, no new deals here that I can see. Kotak Mahindra's short position is still here, uh, and there was a, there was an HUL short position earlier that I had mentioned. Today, of course, HUL was down, so I'm assuming that that sort of uh, short position was exited today because it's not really showing, um, you know, anything here anymore. USD INR. Uh, and we, we're going to save the uh, the best for the last. So USD INR is at 76.53 right now. And uh, we had spoken about this actually yesterday. Approximate levels of where it should be at the chart is loading. Looks like it is it is just partially hanging in the middle of nowhere. It, it did try to fill in that gap. Opened with the gap up. Mild positivity. But then it went back down very, very sharply. Uh, and this was not this was not uh, nearly around the time where our markets uh, went down sharply. This was much before that, uh, but very very sharp uh, negative move happening on USD. And I'm not quite sure of the reason for this, uh, but it is something to consider. And as I've always said, you know, FX markets, commodities can be extremely volatile and choppy if you're going to day trade or you know take swing positions into it. So. After that very sharp move down, FX did take support at the previous open, which is a good sign. Now coming to the hottest of them all, WTI crude is down 38.48%. It's at 11.24, which is some are saying it's it's the historical low. I'm not quite sure about that. But the last time this had happened was way back in 1999. So it's clearly been... Uh, well, just over two decades since this has happened, and it's it's an extremely unexpected move. Uh, once again, I'm not quite sure what the reason for this is, but this has impacted the Indian markets in one way. Now, uh, I'm trying to find the company's name. Haitong Securities is one, and where is the other? Hin Leong. So Hin Leong is apparently an oil trading company or something. And they did not disclose losses in oil uh, trading worth $800 million, which is absolutely a mammoth amount. And ICICI Bank had exposure in Hin Leong, apparently, which is why ICICI Bank fell down extremely sharply. And uh, it also sort of pulled the market down to some extent. So that's that's one reason how you know oil and crude affected ICICI Bank and therefore the Indian markets. Uh, but I don't quite recall any direct relation of WTI crude's fall to the Indian markets fall because you know it was already going between supports and resistances to begin with. Uh, now I was trying to see some news, any news which has ha which have sort of come up. Uh, over the course of this two or so hours that it's been after market close. And there's really not a lot. Air Asia is the first private airline to close private bookings. Uh, you know, and yeah, that, that's not, not a lot of very fresh news. Uh, BMW India's head has passed away, unfortunately. 
uh, but I don't really see it impacting any auto company really because it's of course unrelated to the industry uh, and China is unhappy with India's FDI norms what a surprise uh, China finally cares about what international bodies uh, set rules and all of that so it's pretty uh, pretty funny there now global markets all of them are in the red uh, except for set composite except for Shanghai and except for Nasdaq Nasdaq hasn't opened uh, since the weekend close so since Friday's close it hasn't opened yet uh, but I'm assuming that it's obviously going to be uh, negative because most of the markets are negative right now uh, and by the looks of it you know it, it seems unlikely to me at least that the Indian markets will be too positive tomorrow uh, but then let's let's do just that in in the coming segment so let's get to that nifty 10 minute chart shows us a pretty massive pretty sizable gap up opening filled in that gap almost immediately went down took support at the moving average right around the pivot point went up again once more took resistance at a CIP went down again once again to the pivot point uh, you know made a mild recovery but then that moving average resistance was lots of pivot point support once again it ultimately formed a W pattern and then it went up right to the very first resistance that it had faced uh, you know when when in the beginning of the W pattern was forming and then from there spinning top followed by a massive massive fall now that fall is uh, possibly because of ICICI Bank because it's very similar to when ICICI Bank uh, had fallen so I'm assuming that that is the case now uh, the low for the day wasn't really broken after 11.30 which is a good sign it, it basically shows that that you know it wasn't forming new lows at least with every passing hour or every passing minute uh, which is a fairly reassuring sign but then all things considered it basically just shows us on the chart that things are slowing down and uh, you know if you look at the daily chart you can see that it is still very much hanging in the middle of nowhere it has taken support at the previous close it has taken support at a high of a previous candle uh, but then it still has that massive gap that it that it needs to fill in so if if you know that gap filling does happen we are looking at 89.90 or so as a price level i'm not saying that that gap filling will happen but i'm just saying that it's very likely and if the markets do go down the very first level that i'm looking at is 8196 or so the very first one because that is where it's got a support the next level that i'm looking at is 8 and uh, is 9096 so just 100 points from there and you know that four points five points is enough for it to actually just uh, account for any minor psychological uh, level breaches and the next level after that is going to be at 9,008,996 and the one after that as I said is 89,90 uh, or so uh, which is where uh, you know that gap will be completely filled entirely filled and the one after that we're looking at 88,50 so I know those are a, a lot of levels but then they'll make a lot of sense if you look at uh, you know the daily chart fit doesn't really matter if you put on any moving average or not because you know the levels are going to be the same regardless but that's something that I recommend you do on the on the positive side we are looking at uh, you know not really considering the previous resistance that we've uh, resistances that we faced the very first level I am looking at is 9400 
the next level after that is 9515 so 9515 and the one after that is 9582 so those are the approximate levels that i'm looking at uh, it is not really uh, an overly positive move if these levels are hit uh, but then again these are the kind of levels i think that it might hit because even if it does go positive i don't really think that it has uh, you know enough momentum in it to really breach so many resistances at once rsi is still below 50 in fact it's sort of turning back from 50 which shows that rsi 50 resistance might be likely so i'm personally not too bullish on nifty just yet but then anything can happen so you always have to sort of uh, make sure that you aren't too rigid on your views about nifty or bank nifty speaking about bank nifty similar uh, similar moves are uh, we are seeing on the 10 minute chart except for the main support was the previous close support once it was breached we saw the pivot point being the next level uh, it's actually very very interesting how the movements have been for bank nifty because without indicators you could have still traded it just using pivot points and the previous close which is something i like it basically uh, is a very neat representation of how technical analysis works at times how naked charting can work at times looking at the daily chart we can see once again that it's hanging in the air and one support that we could be looking at is 20,406 today's low is 20,404 so not quite there but still close enough the next support level that i'm looking at for bank nifty is 20,330 one after that is 20,070 so these are the approximate support zones that i'd be looking at for bank nifty and on the resistance side i'm looking at uh, where is it so the very first one is 20,681 which is the previous close after that i'm looking at uh, 20,786 after that i'm looking at approximately 21,030 and after that there is another level right around 20,370 or so so those are the levels for bank nifty let's move on to my trade all right my trade for the day was icici bank if i sound kind of weird it's because i just sneezed it was a monster sneeze and my voice appears to be partially and uh, temporarily affected but icici bank now i i had shorted icici bank the you know the trade basis the trade reason the trades logic being that it was just taking resistances and right around 377 or so is is where you know you could really see the cip if you move a bit higher to 378 you can see even the high for the first couple of candles is right around that cip and of course yesterday uh, the last candle for the day the last moving candle for the day we saw it uh, hit 385 i think that was the second circuit for icici bank and then it shot down very very sharply which also shows somewhat of a resistance at higher levels as i as a result i shorted icici bank and uh, i exited the short at 366.05 which was the low for the day for a fair bit of the day uh, but then of course that massive fall happened uh, possibly because of that hyun ling or whatever the name was um, you know losses being discovered and icici has a position in them so that was a massive fall but then it also ended up taking a bit of support from there so uh, all things considered positive day for me 
uh, around 11 or 12 percent ROI for me, which is also a, a, a very decent deal in my opinion. And uh, yeah, again, what matters is that it was not a negative day, uh, which is um, which is something that I'm super pumped about as always. And there is one little uh, sort of observation that I had. I was looking at ICICI Bank and HDFC side by side, not HDFC Bank, HDFC. And it, it appeared as if HDFC's movements were being mirrored by ICICI Bank a few seconds later. So if that really is the case, and if there are more such, uh, you know, sort of correlations uh, within the market, that's definitely something that you should be looking at. And uh, it's, it's definitely something that I'll be looking into further. Because it also helps, you know, you understand. It's kind of like getting a hint in advance. Uh, it's probably the best thing that can ever happen. Uh, let's be honest. But anyway, that is something that I'd be looking at. Now on the daily chart, by the way, just by the way, I want to include this. Because, you know, since we analyzed ICICI Bank this much, then might as well include the daily chart as well. Yesterday it had formed a swing high. And if you had drawn a retracement from there, like from the swing low to the swing high, which was yesterday's high, you would have seen that ICICI Bank took support at the 23.6% level at 357. So it's very, it's very cool how it respected that, uh, you know, that support level, that fib retracement support level. So make sure you draw fibs as well. You never know; it might just help you. An additional price level to look at. So yeah. And my lesson for the day, the very first one, is of course what I had spoken earlier, that uh, try to look at a few different stocks, whether it's HDFC and ICICI, whether it's a, it's, a, it's a different pair altogether, or whether it's just one different from this pair that I already use, and try to see if there are any relations in the movement. You might find some relations between you know heavyweights of a stock and the index. So, for example, the heaviest weight stock in Nifty is HDFC Bank at 10.73%, correct as of the previous uh, rebalance. And if you look at HDFC Bank along with uh, Nifty or along with Bank Nifty, because of course it's a major part in that also, you might see a very uh, you know distinct correlation. So that's the very first thing. This is something we've already spoken about. The second lesson is also something we've spoken about, and that is setting very clear targets and goals. And today, for instance, I set my target and I put a limit order at that target, 366.05, as I said. And had I not set that target, had I not set that limit order, you know, very concretely and very firmly, I would have not gotten that trade. And, you know, had I not gotten it, um, ICICI Bank ended up going right around my cost, which is possibly where my stop loss would have been, uh, trailing stop loss anyway. So, uh, you know, had that limit order not executed, I would have not been able to uh, exit at such an ideal price. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that, that of course has two different uses. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Then you, you really need to sort of keep that as an option also. So, uh, yeah, that's the lesson for the day. And that's it for this episode. I hope you got something out of it. I hope you found this helpful and informative. If you've got any feedback, questions, or anything you'd just like to say, at Markets with KR on Twitter, at Indian Markets with KR on Instagram. That's it for this one. See you in the next. Happy trading tomorrow. Mm-hmm.